Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. This is Jordan Stoltz, your host, and this is episode 336 of the show. Today I want to talk about injury prevention, and I'm going to be talking about specifically the order of exercises and maybe a new way to do things for you. Now I've talked about warm-ups before, I've talked about choosing movements that are friendly for your body before, right, ones that agree with you. But there are those movements that do have a lot of bang for their buck that don't necessarily agree with you all the time. Now, they're not always going to hurt you, but sometimes you feel a little tight, right? Like a squat. A basic squat, I think, is a necessary part of leg development and training if you want that as your goal. And you should be doing some kind of squatting motion, whether it's goblet, body weight, front, back, box, whatever. Some kind of variation of a squat. And a lot of times, that's tough to do. Like I was training this morning and ran into a similar problem I'll talk about in the podcast. And I'll tell you what I did and how you can maybe change the order of your exercises around to function as a warm-up to get you in the positions that are sometimes hard and sometimes don't quite agree with you. That's what today's show is about. I hope you guys enjoy it. I think this one will make a big difference in your training. As always, it's only going to make a difference if you put it into practice. And if you do put it into practice and take action on this, I would love it if you let me know. Tag me on Instagram at StoltzFit of you telling me what you learned, maybe a picture of you doing what I talk about today, and we can, I mean, I'll just be happy that you're supporting the podcast, and I'll be happy that you are finding some benefit of what I'm trying to teach you guys. Let's get started with today's show, 336 Triple F Podcast, Jordan Stoltz, change the order of your exercises. Let's get started. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. What's up, guys? This is episode 336 of the podcast, and in today's show, I'm going to be talking about changing your workouts up a little bit to keep you more loose, more mobile, and less injury-prone, I'm going to say. It's not necessarily going to prevent injury, but I do think this is going to help um, people who seem to be injury-prone tweak things all the time and end up struggling with that because I've talked about this before that is the biggest thing that can derail your progress is an injury not what we want I want to start with a story today about my workout so I mean not really much of a story just going to kind of tell you how it went the problem I ran into and how I fixed it um so I've been doing back squats a lot lately and I'm kind of a front squat guy I enjoy that lift a lot more it's a lot more uh comfortable for me especially since I train in the morning I start training around seven and I wake up around six. So with only an hour gap there from when I wake up to when I train, some of you might even have a smaller gap than that. Um, I don't get a lot of movement in before that, right? It's pretty much like eat some carbs, drink some coffee, go to the gym. That's pretty much what it is. And because of that scheduling, sometimes I'm a little bit tight. Leg days especially are sometimes difficult. And I'm going to talk about more than just that today, but 
specifically today with squats and doing back squats, which are typically more of a tight movement for me. Now doing more mobility work throughout the day in smaller sessions has really been helping that. However, there is still a bit of tightness that's just there in the morning and the warm-up process takes a lot longer when you're feeling that way and when it's hard to get into a position that you do want to get in for your training it's not as easy when you have goals on a certain lift as swapping it out for another lift now if your goal was just to grow your legs i would 100 percent recommend to do what's gives you the ability to do a full range of motion gives you the most tension whatever you need to do just to get that stimulus on your legs right like if squat just is not feeling good if you do a leg press, that's okay. You can switch the movement and it's going to be just fine as long as you stay around the same level of effort, maybe around the same number of reps. That's all going to be just fine. However, if you have a goal on a specific list, lift, you want to get better at a squat, you sh- should probably be squatting. And I could probably rotate out for another squat, but I did want to back squat and see if I could do what I had planned to do. So, the warm-up process normally takes a long time. Normally, I'll do maybe something to get my heart rate up, not always. And then always, I'll do some kind of dynamic warm-up, although most of the time it's pretty fast. I have a little routine that I'll maybe put on YouTube about um, it's just a quick little warm-up. It takes about four or five minutes with a empty barbell. And you can use a lighter barbell like a 30-pounder or something like that, even dumbbells, if you don't want to use like if it feels heavy on some of the lifts like an overhead press and I do pretty much a full body warm with a barbell sometimes they use dumbbells for shoulder warm up and then for legs I'll do dynamic stretches like leg swings um, you know skipping pulling your knees up to your chest as you're walking those kind of things and it doesn't take that long my warm ups usually five ten minutes long it's not something that I rest in it's something that I just kind of run through to get me a little bit more loose and ready to warm up for the specific lift. Now, what that part normally looks like is a lot of warm-up sets, especially if I'm going heavy in something like squat. So if I'm going to squat like 400 pounds or something, I would want to warm up starting with the bar. So 45 pounds, I'll do 45 for 10, 135 for 5, 225 for 3, 255 for 1, and then do singles all the way up. Uh, jumping about 30 pounds, 20 pounds each time. Now that actually takes a while. That actually is a long process to build up. And most of the time that's enough. But today it wasn't. And that's what the problem that I'm talking about in today's show is what if it's not and what if you still feel stiff and not comfortable in a certain position or movement or exercise. And what I did is I actually switched the order of my exercise a little bit. Now, this is kind of a technique called pre-exhaustion that is popular in some circles and especially in bodybuilders. So essentially, what actual pre-exhaustion would be is doing a few exercises or even completely invert your workout so your biggest compound lift is at the end of your workout instead of the beginning. So if I'm doing a leg workout, today I did barbell squats, reverse lunges, um leg extensions, leg curls, donkey calf raises, and um, sit-ups. So if I do all those, it would be reverse order, maybe minus the abs and calves, right? So we start with leg curls, leg extensions. Then you can do squats. Maybe you even put in the lunges before the squats, and that exhaustion is going to make you have to use less weight on the squat, which is going to, in turn, keep you safer. 
you're still going to get the strength benefits. You're still going to get the leg development benefits, uh, more so the leg development benefits and the strength benefits. But you're still going to get that uh, because you're still doing the exercise, putting forth the effort you have to and increasing that over time. But you don't have to use the same loads. They're just going to make it way safer for you. That's actual pre-exhaustion. I'm not actually talking about that. So I didn't completely pre-exhaust my muscles so I couldn't squat heavy weight because I actually did want to work up to a heavy uh, set of five. And I wanted to, I kind of, you know, I don't want to plan PRs all the time, but I kind of wanted to hit a PR. I wanted to do more than I had before, right? And four or five. And the problem was I just wasn't feeling very great in the squats. I did the dynamic warm up with the barbell. I did the squat specific warm up uh, with the 45, 135, 225, 255. By the time I got there, still feeling pretty bad. So what I did is I added an exercise. And I think that this is something that you guys can, can really benefit from. And keep in mind, I'm not adding it for the sake of exhaustion. And I think that's the key differentiator here compared just to pre-exhaustion because if you just want to pre-exhaust and try that method just invert your workout so you're doing your big heavy barbell lifts at the end that's going to be great but if you do have strength goals in the session or overall in your program you probably shouldn't do that to that extreme of a level the other option um which is what i did is you add another movement at a really low RPE. So RPE means rate of perceived exertion. So how hard you're pushing yourself. If my top set of squats was like RPE nine or nine and a half, that's really hard, right? But this is like RPE five, six, like very light. Like you could probably do almost double of what you did in the set, but it's just for going through the range of motion. And you're going to pick the joint friendly, friendly to your body, variation of the movement that you want to get more mobile in so for me i wanted to back squat which isn't very friendly to my body so what i did is i did goblet squats with a dumbbell before i did those now that's not pre-exhaustion it's not really part of my workout i just added that in almost as another warm-up exercise only i was ramping the weight so i went goblet squats with a 40 pound dumbbell then i did a 60 then i did an 80 and that's just holding it right in front of my chest doing just sets of 10 pretty easy probably could have done 20 and that did the trick and what it does is it just gets you in the position holding the weight in certain ways for some people especially in a squat will pull you into the position uh that's going to really just loosen everything up for you and you can apply this in a lot of different areas too so like uh the other day when i did a bench press i you know would normally do maybe some kind of chest fly before the bench press that's more for activation and um, that kind of does the same thing but a lot of times people's shoulders will hurt i'm lucky to not really have shoulder pain uh, i am pretty young but if your shoulder does hurt in the bench press something you might want to do is a shoulder exercise you know maybe you want to do a face pull maybe you want to do a rear delt fly maybe you want to do even a lateral raise um, a cable lateral raise, something to isolate the shoulders a little bit. Um, I actually find that really helps. And now remember, it's easy. It's not about working the muscle and then, oh, but isn't your shoulder going to be tired during the workout then? It's not really about that. It's more about going through the complete range of motion, activating a little bit, stimulating, and 
getting at those end ranges, which I really find useful. So in the squat, it's not about, you know, the quads even warming up. It's more about sitting in the bottom of the squat with the hamstrings on the calves. You're sitting way down there and then you're standing completely up and then you're dropping back down, right? Like those little steps are what's making the big difference. If I'm doing a uh, face pull, right? I'm doing a banded face pull before bench press It's not even about activating the upper back. It's not about working the shoulders or anything like that. It's about pulling the scaps back, right? It's about using the rear delts through a full range of motion. It's about going through that whole process before, and that's just going to help you get into less compromising positions much easier. You can do that for any lift. I think that lower body ones typically need this more, so things like squats and deadlifts, really need this if you're doing the power lifts because you need to be able to get in that position comfortably if your back is kind of tight and it's feels like a long ways down the ground to bend over and pick up a barbell might be a good idea to do some dumbbell straight leg deadlifts like romanian deadlifts with dumbbells beforehand not really to exhaust the hamstrings not really even to activate anything what you're doing is you're just going through the range of motion in a more comfortable way before you go into the range of motion in a less comfortable way. That's my tip for you guys today, I guess. It's about kind of reordering, but really just inserting another exercise, almost just as another phase of the warm-up. And this can be any exercise that helps you go through the range of motion. We all have one. We all, I think, have variations of all the exercises that are going to be more friendly to us, and they're going to be different for each person. Typically, there are some rules for it that I can go over in another podcast about what to avoid and what to do, but most of the time you're going to want to use a dumbbell, cable, band, uh, not a barbell, right? Work your way into the barbell. That's typically the advice that I would give. So that's it for today, 336 of the Triple F podcast, giving you a little story about how I solved a problem this morning and how you can add an exercise to hopefully help things move a little smoother for you. So that's it for today, guys. Hope you have a good weekend. This is probably coming out Friday morning. Just did one podcast this week due to some work obligations. Uh, But this is coming out Friday. I'll talk to you guys next week. Valentine's Day week, we're going to talk about all kinds of things, some deeper conversations, and then some nutrition is what I have on the schedule. I'll see you guys then. For now, thank you for supporting the podcast. If you have any questions about things like coaching programs, or you just want to submit a question to the show, you can reach out through the email in the description of the podcast, jordanstoltzfitness at gmail.com. I'll put that in the description so you can see it written out and copy it and paste it right into your, right into your mail app. I'll see you guys next time. This is the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on On fitness, fitness, food, food, and and freedom. freedom.